Equalexes are proud to launch our first podcast series, Divorce Well with Equalexes. In our first series, we're focusing on educating you all about divorce and separation. Professionals such as a lawyer, career coach, divorce accountant, parenting specialist and other professionals who work at the coalface of such stressful life-changing events will be talking about their specialities as it relates to separation. Many have been divorced themselves, so understand the emotional ringer of separation firsthand. Our first episode of Divorce Well with Equalexes focuses on how our resident divorce accountant, Giles Ellis from Jika Chartered Accountants, can assist you with your financial questions during this difficult time. Welcome, Giles. Hi, Bridget. Wonderful to have you here. Now, tell us more about what you do for couples going through the separation process. Okay, so one of the outcomes from Equal X's um, courses, one of the things we aim for with clients, is a successful settlement. And uh, settlement is a kind of protracted process with two generally uh, warring parties who are trying to reach an agreement on what's the financial amount that they're going to settle on. And that's quite a torturous process, and it can be a lot of conflict along the way, which is obviously what you help manage. And part of that is for... um, your clients to have a strong negotiating position. And part of that negotiating position is to understand their financial position. And, I mean, we can get into it further, obviously, but really it's about kind of summarising what does the entire marital pool look like or relationship property pool look like, and then coming to a fair division of that. So how do people divide their assets in a divorce? Well, that's an interesting one. I mean, you've got the um, obvious ones like a family home. So generally, it's pretty easy to get a value on, speak to some local agents, get a inflated price, and then try and reach uh, agreement on what that is worth. But generally, that's one of the easier ones. But then you've got things such as um, businesses. So we often see situations where more typically um, the male partner runs a business or has ownership in a business, and the uh, female partner has entitlement to that, you know, often 50%. And so we need to kind of work out a value, and that can be quite tricky. So often what we see is um, both parties have got a valuation, very complex, very expensive reports, kind of 30 pages plus long, that arrive at very different outcomes. And so clients come to me and they just ask for an explanation of that really. And so that's one of the ways in which I help. Right. So what are the some of the complications that arise in relation to financial assets and divorce that you've seen in your practice working with people who are going through this um, Well, really, it's people not being able to see the woods for the trees, I think would say. So um, ultimately, we're talking about quite large dollar sums here. And at the very end of the day, quite often it works out that one party is going to write out a cheque, so to speak, or, or transfer a large amount of money that will cover most of the obligations. It might be some instalments over time following that, but generally it's a big lump sum payment that takes care of things. And so both parties you know, have an idea of what the marital pool is worth and both parties will put forward their kind of um, number. And then it's like, well, how big is the gap, right? So if we're talking you know, a million dollars, sure, let's you know, negotiate on that. If we're talking 100 grand, Really, you know, by the time you've gone to the courts, involved lawyers, maybe gone back to the accountants, you're going to lose a hundred grand in fees in five minutes flat. So, really, it's good to help our clients who are very close to the detail, and quite often it's been torturous. They're very, you know, they're, they're quite angry sometimes, aren't they? And they're bitter, and they really want to um, 
just get every cent they can. And it's really about helping them realise that once they're through this very difficult process, they're at the other end, you know, life's going to be great and, you know, they can move on. And it's really just a case of saying, look, you know, for the sake of 25, 50 grand, sometimes you're better just to kind of take what's on offer and just get on with it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, life is too short. So what's three things that you would like to tell our viewers uh, in terms of the finances and divorce? I would, well, first thing I would say actually is to engage an equal access coach because really having been through a divorce myself, um, more often than not, especially for first-timers like myself, you know nothing about the process and really the only uh, typical way of finding out is to go visit a lawyer and you know, they'll tell you all about it, but it'll be very expensive at sort of 800 bucks an hour, I guess. And so having someone like yourself who has all the resources and kind of coach you through it and tells you what to expect, you get a bit of a roadmap at the end. I think it's invaluable, really. It's something I would have really liked to have had when I went through my, my amicable divorce, to be fair. It wasn't bad at all, but um, still would have been helpful just to have that kind of heads up on what to expect. Uh, plus, you know, good cost savings, right, because it's all a package with you and instead of paying an hourly rate to a lawyer. So now I'd definitely um, think about engaging an expert like that. Secondly, um, uh, I mean, sometimes people say prepare for your exit, keeping records, trying to understand you know, where things are, where the property is, where the assets are. I mean, that's a tricky one. Sometimes you're not expecting to separate and it comes as a surprise and you're just not prepared at all. Um, so I would just... It's an interesting one, really. I mean, really, I think you should always just think that no matter how bad it seems, once you're through it and you're out the back end, generally it's always going to look yeah, so much better, right? So no matter how, how bad it is now, just know that it's always going to look better once you've got through it. And um, ultimately, I think the third thing I would say really is uh, the most challenging situation is when there's children involved, especially young children. And no matter how bad it gets with your ex, if you have children, young children, you need to maintain bridges because it's, you know, you have children together, right? So Absolutely. And, and I think I tell a lot of clients in my practice that, you know, you're separating from your ex, not your children. You know, so. That's right. So there are some things that people are unaware that are actually relationship property that they need to be aware of, such as... Ear points. What are some other examples of assets? Yep, so one of the more interesting ones I've come across a while ago now was someone who had a lottery prize and so they'd won it during the time of their uh, sort of separation process starting and you know, went to the courts to decide exactly what the date of that separation was to determine who was entitled to the winnings of the um, lottery prize. So that was one of the more interesting ones. Um, surprisingly, often collections can be worth a lot of money uh, funnily enough, stamp collections are not worth that much money, which you'd, I don't, you know, everyone seems to think they are. But um, surprising things, art, you know, often is... Um, Lego worth, collections, perhaps, like well, one you've got? Investment Lego, <laughs> Bridget, investment Lego. And uh, I managed to keep that when I came out of my particular divorce. Yes, my, my ex-wife was happy for me to pay her out for that. Um, a Lego, yes, an attic full of plastic. So, no, just things like that. Um, don't discount them, right? So... Um, sometimes even another very valuable collection I saw were war medals and they were kept in a drawer in a box and the wife wasn't really aware of them to be fair and um, they were just cleaning up and came across a couple of kind of wooden cases and they were worth several hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah. And pets, people forget that um, yep. pets, the so, goldfish. Yeah, well, surprisingly I've actually heard of situations rats. where the, uh, the, 
the pet dog goes backwards and forwards with the children each you know, every second week to each home. So I thought that was most amusing that the, the dog gets included with that as well. So Giles, how did you transition from being married to a single person? Well, I think of it as evolving, Bridget, evolving. Um, and the good thing is when you are married for decades, like I was, to a wonderful lady, um, you do only get one person's perspective. So the feedback is always just from her. And when you've been with someone for a long time, it's generally similar feedback, so you pretty much know how she's going to react in any situation. So what I found is when I became single and um, I dated a couple of women, um, I suddenly was exposed to a lot of feedback around things I could do much better. And it was great, right? So Things like what, communication? Yes. Yeah, just upfront about it. So all that stuff's a bit of a learning curve. It's been like four years now, I like to think. A lot of fabulous women who all, at the end of the day, just wanted to change me up. And it's like, well, I just I am who I am. After four years, I know who I am. I'm kind of opening it now. It's like I just... Yeah, just want to have fun yep. in life and be a nice person. Yeah, you'll meet your unicorn, I'm very sure. Giles, let's talk more about you and about your company and what you yes. do. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, so we um, are chartered accountants. We're based in Greyland. We kind of um, operate in the family space, so we do a lot of work for our family-owned business operators, sole contractors, kind of the small to medium size of the market. And uh, we like to think of ourselves, I guess, as like a, uh, a GP, your local doctor, and so we're the starting point for people with kind of financial accounting or tax questions. And then, yeah, we work with a range of specialists we can refer people on to, but generally we can help people out. And so as part of that, you know, we've got little areas of specialty. One is obviously working alongside you. I've uh, come out of a corporate background. I've had sort of senior executive roles, CFO, et cetera, sat on boards. So I've got a kind of broad range of life experience and business experience done a lot of negotiation work in my career and I guess it's just bringing those skills uh, in an advisory capacity to your clients. That's work I really enjoy. Um, you know, I appreciate the cost of these things, which is why we do a discounted rate just to try and make it work. And really we just want the best outcomes for people going through these traumatic separation um, situations sometimes. Absolutely. You know, it's like uh, if your car breaks on, down, you need to go to a mechanic. So if your divorce breaks down, then you need some help in terms of the financial side of things. So in that regard, I often see clients who talk about um, business valuations and both ex-partners have got valuations and they're both vastly different uh, for their family business. Why are they so different? Well, that's a very good question. It's obviously a situation we see a lot of. Um, And there's a fairly typical process followed by lawyers in these situations, which is um, there's a business, okay, let's engage our um, forensic accountant who will prepare a kind of um, valuation of the business and dive into it and see what's worth. And, you know, these things can be 20 to 30 grand, right? And you've got two of them. The other party gets one as well. They're vastly different. And really, what what have you produced here? You've just got another big argument really you know someone says a business is worth five million another person says worth eight million you're miles apart so you know what I like to do really is um as a starting point just to help kind of build out that clarity of the person's negotiating position going into um the settlement process is why don't we just do a high level valuation right so one way to think about business valuations is um if I invested in this company or this business how long would it take for me to get my money back, right? And so say you've got a business that makes 100 bucks, um, and you think, well, I'm going to pay $300 for it, then basically it's taken three years for you to, um, it'll take three years for you to get your money back. So we call that a multiplier of three. And the multiplier 
as we call it, is really the great kind of fictional number. So all accountants can look at your profit and loss and your balance sheets and your financial statements and come up with the value of a business. And then we apply this magic number called the multiplier, right? And it's just, if I apply a multiplier of two versus a multiplier of four, I've doubled the value of the business. So it's very arbitrary. You know, are these things really worth twenty or $30,000? Um, I think not. Much better to come to us and for maybe 800 bucks, we will give you a high-level valuation that will give you a number that, you know, we might say it's six mil, say, or something like that. But at least you can then go into your negotiations and say, hey, here's my high-level summary of what this business is worth. That's a starting point, right? Six mil. You tell me what you think it's worth. So, you know, you save yourself tens of thousands of dollars, right? Just, you know, and, and you may end up having to go engage professional business valuers and dive into it and tear it apart. Super expensive, right? You know, so... It's just all about pulling back and thinking around the big picture here. You know, it's not just the business. There's lots of other assets. It's going to be one giant number that covers the whole lot. So clarity, that's the key, right? Brilliant. So Equilex's roadmap program, which is working very well with clients, focuses on the legal, the financial, the parenting and the well-being. We bring in a lot of experts, including yourself. Obviously, your focus is the financial side of it. Can you tell us more about that from your perspective? Yes, I'm really excited about this program. I think it's a great way to get people up to speed with what's a very difficult process. And uh, one of the aspects we've talked about is getting clarity around their uh, negotiating position, particularly in terms of their financial position. And so one of the key documents that we like to build over the time of the program is a statement of financial position. And that's really where we're going to list all the assets, everything, uh, put a value against it. Then we're going to take away all the debts, all the liabilities. We're going to end up with a kind of a net sum. What is this relationship pool worth? That's the number we're then going to be arguing about with the other party. So uh, my particular workshop or my session, I come in, uh, the client's been given some pre-work which they will have um, gathered together, whatever documentation they have in regards to uh, the value of assets, maybe insurance certificates or um, real estate valuations, maybe financial accounts, whatever they can, right? They bring it in, we compile it. We work out um, what's complete, so we might have house values, that's fine. We then work out what we still need to get. We might need to get some business values or some um, personal chattel valuation kind of things done. We complete our statement, and then um, you know that's part of the pack of information they use. They go forward in their settlement. And so um, some of our clients, uh, they don't have great kind of um, spreadsheeting skills, so we can just help them put together the model if they need one. And really, we can give them a range of scenarios, right? So if you want to take more money here up front, maybe you could then do a couple of installments or maybe you take um, a couple of assets and just a little bit of cash. So there's always ways to slice and dice these agreements, but we just want to give our clients the clarity to go and negotiate from a position of strength. Yeah, and the feedback that you get from clients who undertake this with you? Well, they love it. And I think um, you know these people we meet, are all, they're always stressed it's a difficult process. There's lots going on. This is just one piece of a complete life upheaval, right? You know, there's just so many things happening. So being able to um, hold their hands uh, quite literally sometimes and just give them the information they need, it just it's a stress reliever. It gives them clarity and transparency and they love it, right? You know, they, it's great value and I've seen nothing but great outcomes from it so far. Fantastic. 
Well, thank you, Giles, for your insights and your guidance. It's been really fantastic on these tricky financial issues, you know, as it relates to this um, difficult time that people are going through. So if anyone would like to contact Giles or know more about what he does, go to our website, equalexus.com, and click on the expert page for more information. And how can people come to you directly, Giles? Um, yes, I've got a 0800 number, 0800 758 766. And I mean, just to wrap up, I guess I would just say really, um, you know, we work with Bridget and her team, and one of the things we like to bring is just really clarity clients to let them know what their positions are and that's part of the whole stress release part of the program which is really just you know letting people sleep at night.